Today's Hope FM Breakfast Show is brought to you by Chester Pierce Funeral Service. For individual support as unique as your loved one, visit chesterpierce.com. Well, the time is 18 minutes after 8 o'clock. And, uh, of course, many, many businessmen with faith have got together all over the world. And this is certainly true here in the UK as well. Alan Jones is the European and African Coordinator for Businessmen's Fellowship and he's also Director for BMF's Life Stories Project. Uh, Good morning to you, uh, Alan. Good morning, Blair. So, Alan, tell us a little bit about Businessmen's Fellowship. How did did that... I mean, I know it's it's, it's particularly, uh, you know, uh, operating across Europe, but how did it come to be? Oh, it goes way back, way to about ni- 1950s, really, in America. Um, there was a dairy farm in America called Dima Shakarian. They had moved as a family from Armenia to uh, California. And he and his wife, as he went to church, they were concerned. They went every week. They were, the churches were full of women and no men. And uh, his wife said, this is a picture of heaven. There's going to be far more men in, uh, women in heaven than men. And so he had a concern for that, and he felt led to put on a a meeting in a restaurant and invite business people along, his business colleagues, and their men would not preach, but they would share their testimony, a true story of what had happened in their life. And that went on for about 12 months, and people had joined, but then the numbers started to drop, and he was going to have a final meeting on a Saturday morning, and, and that was going to be it. But uh, the night before, he, he thought God, he said, God, I want you to show me the purpose of my life. And as he was on, in his living room on his knees praying to God, God gave him a vision. And he saw the world, first of, first of all, he, he saw uh, his own house, and then he was taken up into the air. He saw the mountains of California. Then he saw the whole world like a globe beneath him. And then he had a close-up view into all, into all the different countries of the world. And, and what he saw staggered him, there were men that were standing uh, frozen with their heads down, they looked in chains, there was no life in them. And he cried out to God and... Uh, and God said, what you see next is going to happen very soon. And the vision changed, and again he saw the earth from a distance. And then in a close-up view, he saw that the same countries, the same men, but this time they were standing with their hands raised, worshipping God, and now they had life. And, and he realized this work had to go on. And so the next morning when he went to the meeting, a man who previously said, I wouldn't give you 10 cents for this organization, was waiting with a check for $1,000. He said, God woke me in the night, and told me to give this money to this fellowship because it's going to go on. And so it has gone on. It's spread all over the world. And out of that um, has come Businessmen's Fellowship, which we have here in the UK. And, and that's the aim. The main aim is to reach men for Christ. It was estimated that um, if a child in a family was the first one to come to Christ, perhaps about 5-10% might come to Christ. If, if the wife was the first one to come to, to Christ in the family, maybe 15% the family would come. But if the husband was the first one in the family to come to Christ, then probably over 90% of the family would come to Christ. And so the, that was the main aim, to reach men for Christ. Now, of course... meetings on restaurants and hotels or cafes and, and just having men sharing their testimony of how their lives have been changed. And, of course, as you rightly say, I mean, literally thousands of, the, of lives have been changed of men. And Demius, of course, re- wrote a book called The Happiest People on Earth, which sort of talks yeah. about the, the birth of the organisation. How did you come to, to become involved? Right, well, I went to church as a, as a boy, as a Sunday school, but as a girl, it didn't mean much to me, and I, I got it. I started playing sport, I played rugby, that was my game, and got involved in drinking and everything else that goes along with it. 
And um, then um, I was working in industry. I was doing research physics after I finished my education. One night I was working uh, with some uh, gas project and uh, some poisonous gas was leaking and uh, I didn't realize I was breathing poisonous gas and suddenly I became unconscious and fell on the floor. Somebody found me lying there. I was rushed to the hospital and I was under oxygen for about five hours and uh, I was on the edge of eternity. But God brought me back because he had a plan for my life. After that, I, I got married, and um, we had two children, uh, twin girls, but they died after two days. And so what happened, I had a terrible fear of death. Um, and then after that, I moved into teaching. I was teaching physics and mathematics and sport in, in a large comprehensive school, but I had no peace in my life. And then I met a representative for an electronic firm who shared with me about Jesus, about how I could be saved, how I could have eternal life. And I'd never heard anything like this before. He invited me to go meet him and his friends, and I did, and I realized these people had something genuine. I took my wife to meet them, and on the way home that night, I was driving on a country road. I came to a bend in the road, and a, a buzzer was coming towards me, and suddenly a car pulled up from behind the buzzer right in front of me. All I could see were headlights right in front of me. I couldn't pull off the road. I just closed my eyes, waiting for the crash, and nothing happened. And I was sitting there shaking, and I heard a voice, and I believe it was Jesus. And he, he asked me a question. He said, where will you spend eternity? And I knew if I'd hit that car, that was it. I was, I'd have been lost forever. When I got home, my telephone was ringing. It, it was the man I'd been with that evening. He said, what happened to you on the way home tonight? After you left, uh, we were praying for you. Someone had a vision. They saw the headlights of a car heading straight for your car, and we prayed for you. Well, I knew God was real. I fell on my knees, and that was the night I was born again. After that, uh, I started going to church, and they started putting meetings on, um, on a Saturday evening for different groups, like for the police, for people in the National Health Service. And one night, they had a meeting for anybody involved in education. So they asked me what I share my story that night, along with other people in education. And that night, there was a head of a physics department from Preston who was sharing and after that, he invited me to go along to a businessman fellowship meeting. And uh, I've been going ever since. I got involved. I became a secretary of the chapter. I became a, a president in Preston and then president in, in Wigan. And, um, and I've been involved ever since. And, and then the Lord called me to live up, give up my job oh, oh, probably near 40 years ago now, leave my work and to follow him and to work full time in this fellowship, trusting him and going wherever he sent me. And um, what he's done, that he sent me to over 80 countries of the world now. Hope FM, faith-filled radio. Of course, right at the heart of Businessman's Fellowship is change lives, lots and lots of stories. And that leads me to uh, an ad that you may have been uh, heard playing uh, on Hope FM on, uh, on a Monday evening. Let me just refresh your memory as to what that sounds like. BMF Life Stories every Monday night, 8pm on Facebook. Join us tonight at 8pm for a live salvation story that you can share with your non-Christian family and friends through Facebook. All you have to do to evangelise is type in BMF Life Stories UK on Facebook and share the pinned post on your personal Facebook page to see your family and friends find Jesus this Monday night. Join us tonight and share our live Facebook post to become a social media evangelist and see millions of non-Christians reach with the gospel. BMF Life Stories, 8pm every Monday night on Facebook. I'll be sharing it. Will you? 
Well, Alan is one of the directors of BMF Life Stories. Alan, what's the what was the concept behind developing this new project? Right. Well, first of all, um, people don't understand sometimes what the word testimony means. So we thought it would be better to call it Life Stories. So we felt led to put some meetings on in uh, different venues. We started in Media City, Manchester. We had a meeting in Birmingham City Football Club and other places. So we had a, a meeting, we invited people and got someone to come and tell their life story. But then at the start of lockdown this year, the first lockdown, we felt led by the Holy Spirit to collect as many salvation story videos as we could from people and then put them all out on Easter Sunday on Facebook. And we were able to reach over 100,000 people for £100. For £1,000, you could reach a million people on Facebook adverts. So we promoted these videos with, with a web link for people to click on. It was called the Salvation Prayer Link, if anybody wanted to know Jesus. Uh, since Easter Sunday, over 10 million people have watched one of these Salvation Story videos. Over si- about 60,000 now have clicked on the Salvation Prayer Link. I mean, people like Lee, who was addicted to painkillers, was desperate to break free of addiction. Or Jane, she had an alcohol problem and wanted to be set free. There are so many, many people out there who need to know Jesus. And people in over 57 countries across the world so far have clicked the link. And um, some of our largest audiences have been in Libya, Algeria, and Papua New Guinea. At the start of this recent Welsh lockdown, uh, we received a gift from a, Welsh, a retired Welsh b- Christian businessman for £2,000. And so we felt led to target Wales with Welsh salvation stories, with a salvation mobile phone hotline for people to call. And Pastor Des Duffy is an AOG pastor from MySeg. He's been manning the line every day and uh, they've been leading people to Jesus every day or seeing people recommit their life to Christ. And then he's been able to connect them with a local church in their community. Uh, it's funny that the first man to ring wasn't from Wales. He, he was from uh, Manchester, Scott. He made a commitment to Christ, and, and now he wanted to witness to other people. And it's been uh, so popular now, we've got a, a team of Christian volunteers helping Des to man the telephone lines. We've been so blessed, too, that in the last two months, we started evangelizing on YouTube. In the first two weeks, we reached... 1.3 million people across the UK. And so on Monday night, we, we felt led to uh, put on a live t- story on every Monday evening at 8 o'clock. And uh, I just prayed, who should the speakers be? And God's been leading me to different speakers. have been from all sorts of backgrounds. We've had solicitors. We've had uh, teachers. We've had, uh, we've had a man from America who was uh, an engineer working on diesel trucks and the, uh, he was under the truck and the uh, f- truck fell on him, the jack slipped and the, the front axle of the truck fell on a big American truck, crushed him to death. He actually died and he, he left his body and saw two angels holding his body together and he's been restored. We've had a man who was the um, a sniper for Yasser Arafat and by the way his testament is going to be on uh, Life Stories this week. Uh, during the day, because not only do we put on Monday night live stories, but every lunchtime we send out a, a story of someone's testimony, short story uh, of someone's testimony. So people can watch these, they can watch them on, on uh, Facebook, they can watch them on uh, Monday night on Zoom, and also if, the, if anyone wants to watch it, go to Live Stories at Lunch on YouTube, uh, subscribe to that, and they'll be able to watch all the Monday night stories 
from the past, which are going to on uh, playlists there on, on YouTube. And there is a, a website people can go to called bmflivestories.com or bmfuk.com. And those, they can see all the different things on the website that we're doing. So this is the, the project that we've got, and uh, it's just exciting to see the responses that we're getting so every if, week. If people today then wanted to look at some of those things, they can either go to YouTube and you, they say they put in uh, live stories and they can look at all the past yeah. ones. On, on Facebook, I mean, obviously every Monday at 8 you're doing, you're doing having a new guest. Are those stories uh, also held on Facebook? So the, yes, so the, yes, yep. yes. Yeah. So what has been what's been the response? I mean, obviously, it, it sounds to me like in these dark times of COVID, it's it's real encouraging stories of how people's lives have been have been changed in a wonderful way. Oh yes, yeah, so many, so many. Every day we're getting people calling in with different problems, and we're seeing lives change. And as I say, we're not here to build a church. We want to encourage people to get involved with with a local church after where they can be discipled. Because, as I said, there are so many needs. But also, we, we want to encourage people, as you heard on the ad, to become social media evangelists, uh, to send out the, the posts to their friends, to their relatives, so we can get more and more people watching. So it's it's a tremendous it's a tremendous resource, and actually, I'm just thinking to myself, good material for radio as well. Yeah, oh, there's some wonderful stories there. But yeah, wonderful. Well, Alan, thank you so much for, for joining me, and I guess uh, people wanted to uh, look at your website. That's uh, uh, bmflifestories.com dot uh, com, or on Facebook, you just put again again BMF Life Stories at UK, yeah, yeah. and they can, uh, and, you, and of course, as you just said, there at YouTube, uh, where they just put in again just life stories, and uh, that will take yeah. them to the appropriate part. So, thank you so much. Well, so, uh, are you planning to keep keep going with this and? You're obviously we are, getting... yeah, we feel we can carry on because the responses have been so tremendous. And I've got some speakers lined up. In actual fact, in January, first of the 4th of January, our speaker is a heart specialist from Australia who died for, I think it was one and a quarter hours and came back to life. And he's going to be sharing his story in January. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.